Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Uh, sorry for the uh, 10 or 15 second delay. Uh, my computer was having... The computer is being a bitch. I want to, I want to blast a hole through a big fat hole through that motherfucker with an elephant gun. But anyway, welcome to episode 196 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Edition on Talk Shoe. I'm Taylor Phillips. Welcome back, Louis Tenor. Thank you. How we doing tonight? We're doing good. Good. Well, the Pistons uh, routed the uh, Philadelphia 76ers 113-96 at the Palace of Auburn Hills. Strangest thing here, strangest stand of the night was that shitty three-point shooting tonight from both teams, except the Pistons outshot the Sixers 22.7% to 72 70- Seventeen point nine percent. That's pretty damn low score. That's pretty damn low scoring, if that. But but uh, KCP hit a few threes. But uh, the the main story of the game was the rebounding. The Pistons out rebounding the Seventy Sixers sixty to forty one. 13 turnovers each. Pistons turned the ball over eight times in the first half, but they cut back down on it and, and committed only five in the second half. They outshoot the Sixers 46.5 to 42.4 overall from the floor, percentage-wise. And they outscored the Sixers in the paint, 66 to 50. 76 Sixers scored 19 off turnovers. The Pistons 13. 12 fast break points each. Pistons out rebounded the Sixers 19-11 offensively, and 41 to 30 defensively, totaling up to the 60 to 41. Pistons rare, were, were a rare 16 out of 17 from the free throw line tonight. 16 to 17, 94.1% tonight. That, that's skyrocketing, skyrocketingly good. 76ers, 19 of 28 from the stripes, 67.9. Kind of like, I don't know. I don't know, uh, typical Pistons because of Andre Drummond as usual, but Andre Drummond didn't shoot any free throws again. Second game in a row that, that he didn't shoot a free throw. Didn't even get to shoot a free throw. Seven Pistons in double figures, I almost forgot to mention, too. 16 and 17 boards for Andre 19 for Morris, leading the team also with eight boards, three dimes. Reggie with 14 and six dimes. John Lohr and KCP, 12 apiece. KCP, two of six from the free throw line. It's not a few. It's only a couple. Two is not few. Aaron Bates with 12. Seven boards. Not bad. Only two personal fouls. I can't come up with I can't come up with uh, much much ne- many negative I can't come up with too many negative things to say about Aaron Baines tonight. He, he, he's done he's done a decent he's done a decent job as of late. I'll give him that. 
I, I have to admit, is Smith with 11, Stanley Johnson with 8, Tobias Harris with just 9. No wonder he deserved it. Uh, 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 Tobias Harris uh, usually helps the bench a lot with a lot of with uh, high double-digit points. It's actually it's actually a wonder. It's it's not no wonder. It's actually a wonder. So I get I guess uh, the reason I guess Aaron Baines uh, improving slightly, not tremendously, but slightly, is the reason why Stan Van Gundy may not need to uh, put Boban out there, Boban Marjanovic out there, so much longer. I I can't, and I can't believe I'm saying all that either. But some things change, don't they? Some strange things change. 76ers with five in double figures. Jalil Okafor with 16. Dario Saric with 13. Robert Covington with 11. Sergio Rodriguez with 10. DJ McConnell with 10. Timothy Lawawu-Kabarat with 9. And Gerald Henderson with 8. Ersan Ilyasova, the former Piston, with just 3 points in the starting lineup. 1 for 8 shooting. 0 for 5 from 3. And one for two from the line. Just a rough night for Airson. Minus 15. Aaron Baines with a minus 10. But, um, but even with a minus 10, Aaron Baines outplayed Airson. So the Pistons improved to 24 and 28. They've won three out of the last four, 15 and 10 at home. 76ers dropped to 18 and 33. They're pretty much done. Six and 18 away. Yeah, they're done again. Uh, Coming up, the Red Wings, uh, They've won two straight against the Islanders and then the Predators of all teams. Oh, my God. I mean, that's a rarity. It, it, it doesn't mean anything, but it kind of reminds me of uh, them beating uh, three good teams again. That's the the Canadians and the Bruins and what else other team? What other team was? What other what? What was the third team again? That was uh, I can't. I can't uh, Oh yeah, the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's right. They beat them six to three that night. That was a month ago. The Penguins, the Canadians, and then the Bruins, winning three straight before before losing six or seven straight. I can hardly remember. Yeah, it was seven. It was a seven-game losing streak. 
Now they won two straight. The Wings now have a have 53 points total. Let's see what they stand right now. They're only one point ahead of the Buffalo Sabres and the Tampa Bay Lightning away from the last place seed in the Atlantic Division and in the Eastern Conference as well. Their next opponent is the Columbus Blue Jackets tomorrow at 7.30 at Joe Louis Arena. The Blue Jackets have a have an exactly even record with the Pittsburgh Penguins, 33-13-5 in 51 games at 71 points with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Last time they met, the Blue Jackets stung them 4-1 at the Joe. They meet again in the same premise. We'll see what happens. Blue Jackets are trying to chase the Washington Capitals for the uh, not only the Metropolitan Division and not only the Eastern Conference either, but the President's Trophy. But they're also two points back of the Jackets of the Minnesota Wild, who lead the Central Division in the Western Conference. They lead uh, the Wild lead the Western Conference with 73 at 34, 12, and 5. Also in college basketball, my Central Michigan Chippewas go to Ohio. Chips are 15 and 8. The Ohio Bobcats are 14 and 7. That should be an interesting game. The Maroon and Golden better be ready for it. I'm going to dig deeper on this. Jerron Simmons is, again, the player to watch. But uh, the Chippewas have outscored the Bobcats in points per game this season, team-wise, 89.6% points per game to 77.1. That's a 12.5 point per game margin right there. That's my exercise ball. that my foot slipped on. Uh, Marcus Keene with that game-winning three against the Western Michigan Broncos on Friday night at McGurk Arena with 4.2 seconds to go. It was tied at 81. Before he hit that shot, he hit that deep shot from the right wing. McGurk Arena was going crazy. That's that's a way. And they would get they would get help with uh, help from uh, fouls. And, and shoot two free throws and hit them to seal the game. Chips are five and five in the conference. The Bobcats are six and four in the conference. Uh, Jerron Simmons uh, is shooting 42.7% from the fl- from the floor, but 72.7 from the free throw line. So he may miss a few free throws sometimes this season.
So uh, the Chippewas uh, better get the rebounding uh, A game ready. Also, we got the uh, Western Michigan Broncos at seven seven and fifteen at the uh, at the nine and fourteen Miami Ohio Red Hawks. The Mac the Mac Stuper tournament. And the Eastern Michigan Eagles at thirteen and ten at the Toledo Rockets eleven and twelve. Both those two games are at seven o'clock. Tip off at seven o'clock. Chippewas and Bobcats seven o'clock as well. Then the rematch between the Michigan State Spartans and the Michigan Wolverines Tuesday at nine on ESPN. I may watch some of that at Ruby Tuesdays as I work Tuesday from four to ten thirty p.m. So I may do a posting show at eleven thirty at, at the earliest. If you're listening, Lois. I'm here. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I just said, uh, Tuesday I worked four at four to 1030 at Ruby Tuesday. So, uh, I may catch some of it. Then, um, But then I then at ten thirty I need to uh, you know get home so I can prepare for the post game at eleven at eleven thirty. So if so if you're up for it, I'm up for it. I'll be up for it. Good, good, awesome. Oh, there's a. Here's an interesting headline. Former Lions tight end Brandon Pettigrew was arrested for disorderly conduct. From Michael Rothstein of ESPN.com. The police report says it states that Pettigrew shoved each of his companions several times. And after Pettigrew Pettigrew pushed his companions for a third time. Officers intervened. The officers, the officers asked him to leave the area, but, re, but the report states he was verbally defiant. The report says also says that that officers told Pettigrew to leave the area at least 25 times, and that he pushed his friends several times while threatening to assault them. The officers unholstered a taser, but it was not used. And of course, they they made they made the arrest, put Pettigrew into custody for disorderly conduct. But but then Pettigrew was complaint, according to the report. The report says Pettigrew was heavily intoxicated. Evidence by his slurred speech and odor of an alcoholic beverage on his breath and person. Oh, my God. I mean, it had nothing to do with uh, him being a bust for the Lions, but... But uh, no court date had been set yet. The message, but a message left with Pettigrew's agent was not immediately returned Monday morning. The Lions released him in December after he spent the 2016 on the physically unable to perform list while recovering from a torn ACL. He will turn 32 on February 23rd. That's later this month. Nine days after Valentine's Day. So that that's been the story. That that's the story. 
It took place at the Pretty Please Social Room at around 2 a.m. Eastern Eastern Time. The, <clears throat> the Oklahoma City De- the Oklahoma City De- the, the Oklahoma City Police Department. Yeah, the Pretty Police Social Room in Oklahoma City. The arrest took place Sunday morning at 2 a.m. Was responding to another. He was. The department was responding responding to another call at the club. Officers observed Pettigrew in an argument with two friends who were trying to get Pettigrew to leave the area. According to the police report read to ESPN by Oklahoma City Police Officer Travis Vernier. He was charged with disorderly conduct and public drunkenness. Ugh. First Tom Luan and now Brandon Pettigrew, the, the former president of team, of team operations, Tom Luan, having used to align with then general manager Martin Mayhew. Mayhew. Ugh. That's that's the Ford family right there. These these lions, this Lions organization definitely needs a completely cleaner slate. They need to stop with all this stupid badass shit. It like that. Uh, okay. You're going to have to go to the Bleacher Report app. And uh, look for other uh, Michigan sports headlines here. Bear with us here. This is episode 196 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Edition on TalkShoe. Taylor Phillips, along with Louis Tenor, Pistons again beat the Philadelphia 76ers 119, 113 and 96. Uh, Andre Drummond 16 points and 17 rebounds, yet another double double. Of course, that's what he usually does. Oh, I forgot to mention uh, the Tigers have signed left, left-handed relief pitcher Mike Zagurski to a minor league deal after he spent two years in two years in Japan. Mike Zagurski, no, he's technically no, he's technically not Japanese. Okay. It's Mike Zagurski. That's not a Japanese name, as you can tell. That's it. Of course, the Tigers... um, Have welcomed the uh, welcome back their old hitting coach Lloyd McClendon. He he was a lot. 
I'll admit he was a little bit better than Wally Joyner. Oh, man. That's... um, The Red Wings have placed uh, Franz Nielsen. The Red Wings have placed Franz Nielsen on the injured reserve and activated Steve Ott. Oh, my God. Not him again. They call him the answer for the Red Wings' power play. Well, guess what? You you company men in the Red Wings organization can kiss our asses. Steve Ott is never going to help you assholes on offense. In fact, in fact, that's actually a good thing because it helps. It does help with the tanking process. So, uh, I believe that is it. Uh, Former Michigan football head coach Brady Hope to become the Tennessee Volunteers' new defensive defensive lineman coach. Yeah, I know. He's a Wolverine. Shut the fuck up about it. Your Michigan... To all the Michigan Wolverine fans out there, your Michigan Wolverines are sensitive. No matter how good they are on the field, on the football, on the gridiron, or or the basketball court. All you do is be sensitive, overreact, talk, and disrespect. Why you fill your mouth with dicks? Bunch of cocksuckers. So, Lois, uh, how did you like the Super Bowl? What a game. I thought it was like the tail was like a tale of two halves, though. I mean, because yeah. you know, in the first half, Patriots would make all the mistakes, they got all the penalties calls on them, and it felt like a runaway. Then the second half came, and Patriots uh, Brady just stepped up, and Atlanta couldn't do anything right. They made some adjustments after they fell behind twenty-eight to three early in the third quarter. Yeah, a little bit early in the third quarter. Uh, it wasn't quite at halftime, but um, Bill Belichick at some point in the third quarter kind of woke him up. Or probably yeah. just helped him. You wonder if, though, if maybe uh, Lady Gaga scared uh, the, the uh, Falcons away. No, no, she didn't do just that. Kid, just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, yeah. Halftime shows are irrelevant. I know, just a bad, just a bad joke. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like Lady Gaga's bad romance. Yeah. Oh, if you think you if you think that was bad, they had a commercial on, and it was um, uh, it was a promo for a for a special on the National Geographic channel. They had um, an Albert Einstein clone doing a classical version of Bad Romance of Lady Gaga. Oh God, this net this will never work. This will never work. No. Eek. Right. All right. On that note, <laughs> I'll get started with the scores, highlights, and everything else we need to know. Please do. Sure. Starting at the top of the page here, the Nuggets are leading the Mavericks, 85-73, 9.45 to go in the fourth quarter. Uh, Wesley Matthews has 10 points, 8 assists, and 7 rebounds. And Will 
Barton got has 25 points, seven rebounds, and four assists. At the halftime, we're tied at 40 apiece between the Spurs and the Grizzlies. Marcus Aldridge, nine points, five rebounds, and one assist. Marcus Saw, one half of the Gasol brothers, ten points, five rebounds, and one assist. Ugh. Lakers beat the Knicks. That's right, Lakers beat the Knicks. 121-107. You can't even beat these clowns. Oh, boy. Uh, Lewis Williams, 22 points, four assists, two rebounds. Carmel Anthony, despite the loss, 26 points, five rebounds, uh, five assists, and three rebounds. We had trade him already? Shit. Um, wild game here. Cavaliers over the Wizards, 140-135 to 135 in overtime. As Cleveland tied the game up with three tenths of a seconds to go in regulation. What is the game? Um, bad news is LeBron fell out for only the fifth time in his career. But he did score 32 points, 17 assists, and 7 rebounds. Bradley Beal, 41 points, 8 assists, and 5 rebounds. Pacers over the Thunder, 93-90. Um, well, Russell Westbrook came close to a triple-double but he had himself for a double-double with 27 points, 18 rebounds, and just short, nine assists. Well, we all have our off nights, you know. Paul George had 21 points, eight rebounds, and four assists. Raptors over the Clippers, 118-109. Blake Griffin, 26 points. Here's a triple-double. 26 points, 11 rebounds, and 11 assists. DeMar DeRozan, 31 points, five rebounds, and two assists. Uh, Jazz over the Hawks, 120-95. to uh, Gordon Hayward, 30 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Dennis Schroeder, 21 points, 2 rebounds, and 2 assists. Pistons beat the Sixers, 113-96. Dorario Sarek, 13.6 rebounds, 4 assists. Andre Drummond, 16 points, 17 rebounds, 16 points, and 1 assist. Pelicans over the Spurs, 111-106. T.J. Warren, 20 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist. Anthony Davis, 34 points, 9 rebounds, and 1 assist. Uh, the game that just ended pretty much, uh, Heat over the Wolves, 115-113. Gordon Dragic, 33 points, 9 assists, and 2 rebounds. Carl Anthony Towns, 35 points, 8 rebounds, and 2 steals. And the game that's already being a shellacking of already, Bulls are beating up on the Kings 26-9 to with 1.59 to go in the first quarter. 26-9. to I don't think this game looks, uh, well, this game looks pretty, well, pretty ugly, you ask me. Let's go to the standings. All right, and it goes like this. Cavaliers are 35-15. and 15. Uh, two and a half back of the two and a half over the Celtics, thirty-three and eighteen. Raptors thirty-two and twenty-one at four and a half back. Wizards thirty and twenty-one, five and a half back. Hawks thirty and twenty-two, six back. Pacers are you know, thank you are twenty-nine and twenty-two, six and a half back. Bulls twenty-five and twenty-six. 10 and a half back, and the Pistons, 24 and 28, 12 back. Uh, at the bottom of the barrel here, Hornets, 23 and 28, 12 and a half back. Bucks, 22 and 28, 13 back. Heat are 22 and 30, 14 back. The Knicks, 22 and 31, 14 and a half back. Come on. Tragic are 20 and 33, 16 and a half back. Sixers. 17 at back, 18-33, and the Nets are the Nets at an abysmal 9-42, and 26 at back. Yeah, your season's over anyway. The West, Warriors 43-8, first place. Three and a half back, three and a half over the Spurs at 39-11. Uh, seven at back are the Rockets at 37-17, Jazz. 33 and 19 at 10 and a half back. Clippers 12 and a half back at 31 and 21. Um, Grizzlies 31 and 22, 13 back. Uh, Thunder 30 and 23, 14 back, and the Nuggets 22 and 28, 20 and a half back. 
All right, now continuing down the road here. Blazers are 22 and 30, 21 and a half back. Mavericks 20 and 30, 22 and a half back. Kings 20 and 31, 23 back. 23 back are the Pelicans at 20 and 32. Uh, Wolves 19 and 33, 24 and a half back. Lakers 18 and 36. 26 and a half back, and the Suns are 27 and a half back, 16 and 36. Ugh. All right, now we go to the NHL. It's a light night on the schedule here. There's only three games, and they've all gone final. Yeah. And it goes. That's why these are boring anyway. Yeah, for the most part. Um, Devils, uh, the Devils over the Sabres, 2 to 1. Their seven-game home losing streak uh, ends after a goal by uh, Zachara. <laughs> My girlfriend will be happy. Uh, Nelson scored the game-winning goal for the Islanders to give them a 6-5 win over the Maple Leafs. Uh, well, uh, Augustino uh, helps the Blues shut out the Flyers to the zip. Well, at least, at least the Flyers lost. Good. All right, so now we'll go to the standings here. And there's more game. There was more games yesterday than there were today in the NHL. Hmm. All right, starting with the Eastern Conference in the Atlantic, the Habs thirty sixteen eight sixty eight points. Senators are twenty seven seventeen six sixty points. Leafs twenty four seventeen and ten fifty eight points. Boston has 58 points at 26, 23, and 6. Florida at 23, 19, and 10, 56 points. Detroit, 53 points at 22, 21, and 9. Sabres, 21, 21, and 10, 52 points. And the Lightning, 23, 24, and 6 at 52 points. Well, things are heating up here in the Metropolitan Division, and it goes like this. The Capitals are 36, 11, and 6, 78 points. Uh, Columbus, which was just hot a few weeks ago, is now 33, 18, 5, 71 points. Pittsburgh also has 71 points at 33, same record, 33, 13, and 5. Rangers, 33, 18, and 1, 67 points. Philadelphia, 26, 21, 7, 59 points, thanks to tonight's loss. Thank you. And there's three teams, no, I'm sorry, there's two teams with 56 points. That's the Islanders, 23, 18, and 10. Devils are 23, 21, 10, and 56 points. And the Hurricanes are 24, 20, and 7, 55 points. Shall we go to the West? Okay. Um, Wild are 34, 12, and 5, 73 points. Chicago is 69 points at 32-17-5. Nashville, 25-19-8-57 points. Blues are 26-22-5-57 points, but I had some bad news about the Blues forward. Oh, boy. Winnipeg, 25-26-4-54 points. Dallas, 21-22-10-52 points. And I'm sorry I had to bring this up for you Colorado Avalanche fans. Of course, you are a you are a joke to begin with, are 14, 33, and 2, 30 points. Their season is done. Yeah. Wow. Pacific, the uh, Sharks are 33, 17, and 3, and 69 points. Anaheim is 28, 16, and 10, 66 points. Edmonton, 29, 18, and 8, also 66 points. Uh, Kings are 27, 22, and 4, 58 points. Calgary is 25, 27, 25, and 3, 57 points. Vancouver, 23, 23, and 6, 52 points. And Arizona, 17, 28, and 6, 40 points. Ooh, boy. Uh, just a quick check on... Okay, more story. Um, oh, college ranks. I must do that first. Yeah. Only two games in the top 25 tonight. Uh, Kansas is trying to hold on against Kansas State, 72-69, with just about 15 seconds to go in the second half. And a final, 
Louisville, I'm sorry, Virginia over Louisville, 71-55. All right, so now I want to scroll down here. If my computer will cooperate. Uh, hold on, Candace Guard, Frank Mason looks like Jordan with the flu right now, but has played 37 minutes and has just drained. And Sky is not there to help him off the floor. Okay, I get it. I get the joke. Referring to the ninety the ninety seven game when Jordan was had the flu. All right, other scores. There we go. Uh, other interest. Well, a lot of games in my area tonight locally, and they start off like this. Uh, Canisius over St. Peter's, 72-70. Quinnipiac over Fairfield, 73-71. Monmouth over Ryder, 74-69. Thank you. Albany over New, Ham- over New Hampshire, 69-55. Binghamton over Vermont, 71-51. Binghamton can't do anything right. Uh, Hartford over... No, Maine over Hartford, 52-41. Stony Brook over UMass, low. 83-72. Bucknell over Holy Cross, 82-68. Uh, Delaware State over Florida F and F and m 80-77 in overtime. Um, Norfolk State over Savannah State, 92-87. Alcon over Grambling, 80, uh, 75-75. 65. Grambling's a much better football team than they are in basketball. Um, Georgia State over Louisville Monroe, 69-55. And Georgia Southern over Lafayette, 74-70. Wolford over Eastern Tennessee State, 79-76. Yeah, not a lot, of, not a lot of games on Monday night. Mondays and Fridays are usually um, well, no, it's usually Friday nights that are usually uh, low points in college basketball. Mondays you got good stuff on ESPN, ESPN two, and all that stuff. So I wouldn't say Mondays are dead night, but Friday is mostly more the dead night in men's hoops. Uh, just trying to get rid of ah, here we go, women's. Gotta have equal time. Um, ooh, got some good games here tonight. In the Battle of Florida, Florida State over Miami, 80-71. Notre Dame over Louisville, 85-66. Texas over Baylor, 85-79. And UCLA over Stanford, 85-76. All right, so now we go to the headlines of the day. Uh, There was... Okay, there was something on the. Um, hold on a second. I gotta go. I gotta go back one spot. Okay. Yeah, because there's a. What? By the way, uh, that, uh, Super Bowl. The Super Bowl finally had its first overtime game ever. Yes. And, and what a way for the for the Patriots to. To make that make that kind of history too, with, with by making even more history, but simply by coming coming back for the from the largest deficit ever in Super Bowl history to win. Yeah, we were all stunned by that because we didn't think that was going to happen when um, you know when you're out 25 points going into the fourth quarter. It's kind of hard to come back from. I mean, the Patriots are are, are a great elite team, but. Mm. Even they've never done something like that before. No, no NFL team has ever done that, but accomplished such a feat. Right. Yeah, you, you never, you should never count Brady out, though. I mean, that, that'd be our, that'd be the biggest mistake you can possibly make. Yeah. I wish we could count him out, but no, we can't. No, 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 no. It, it, the game was never over yet. There was still a chance for the Patriots to come back. Ooh, I just got some breaking news here. 
Wesley Matthews uh, limps off the floor, clutching his right ankle. Mavs are down big against Denver late and play the Trailblazers at home tomorrow. Uh, we don't know if he's going to play or not. Elon Shumper, wearing a boot, got a car ride to go to the bus after the game. Okay. Um, yeah, I had I had something here on somebody else, but I guess I gotta get. Hmm. And Jimmy Butler uh, did not play tonight, as he had a as he has a knee problem. He was being iced up, and he did not play. It was a game time decision. Okay, other highlights of the day. LeBron is pushing um, the front office for Kevin Love, the Kamar Anthony trade to to take place. Anthony has been the subject of trade rumors with Phil Jackson at the front office and looking for a potential deal. Sacramento Kings GM Vlade Divac assures that DeMarcus Cousins will not be traded as previously thought. There have been rumors that he's been on the train block lately as well. Now here is Blues for Robbie Fabulous is out for the year with an ACL injury to his left knee that occurred uh, very recently. Yeah, not a time to get to get injured. All right. Um, yeah, it, it was a heel injury for Jimmy Butler. That was that was the um, injury. And it hasn't healed up yet. Really. Um, Major League Baseball is trying to make proposals. Uh, one would be to change the strike zone and finally get away. Finally, uh, putting an end to intentional walks, which I find very boring anyway. Uh, this all depends, of course, on the Major League Baseball Players Association. Um, the lower part of the zone would be at the top of the bear's knees and had been at the kneecaps and hasn't changed in in 21 years. Uh, Data shows the umpires have called more um, more strikes uh, recently. If umpires enforced the zone, it would be reduced by two inches. I think they need to change that a bit. Because I don't think some of these calls are making are accurate. Um, last night, um, last night, seeing um, Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan uh, says that there was nothing more he could say about after the moment, the monumental collapse uh, last night as they failed to score in four possessions of the fourth quarter, fourth quarter, and had just three first downs. Simply saying, hey, we just ran out of gas. Yeah, you sure did. And the Patriots are favored to win Super Bowl 52. And Dallas is right behind them at 8-1 odds. Uh, Falcons coordinator Kyle Shanahan will take the head coaching position job at the 49ers next season. A deal has been pl- a deal is now officially in place and it looks to be a six-year deal. He leaves the Falcons at criticism uh, not running the ball in the later stages of last night's game. Uh, Brady also got MVP for the Super Bowl, unfortunately. And but uh, does anybody see his jersey? Because it clears to be clears to be missing, and is expected to go on eBay next week. Literally. Like I really care. Yes, Brady was named MVP. Uh, yesterday's scores. Uh, the Rangers were over Calgary four to three. Thank you. Um, Montreal was um, Oilers over Montreal one nothing, and the Capitals were over the Kings five to nothing. As we and we had our first Super Bowl overtime in history. I thought I'd never see that. Uh, men's hoops yesterday: Clemson over FSU one oh nine sixty one. The makeup game between North Carolina and Notre Dame took place yesterday, with North Carolina handling the handling Notre Dame eighty six seventy three. 
Uh, the Raptors were over the Nets, 103-95. Celtics were over the Clippers, 107-102. And Thunder over the Blazers, 105-99. UConn pushing towards 100 wins as they just handled Tulsa easily yesterday, 96-50. to Continuing on. Uh, Sergio Garcia won the Dubai Classic uh, with a wire-to-wire finish. And Tiger was just tanked as he had back had back pain and was forced to leave after the second round. Oh, boy. He's done. Infielder Wilmer uh, Flores uh, wins arbitration case against the Mets. First Mets since Oliver Perez back in 2008 and was awarded $2.2 million, awarded by three arbitrators earlier in the day. Kevin Harina avoids arbitration case by agreeing to a one-year deal with the Royals. Terms, of course, were not discussed. I'm always the last to know. Uh, and expected this to be the Royals' closer. This season was traded by the Cubs for Wade. Was traded by the Cubs for Wade Davis. Um... If anybody cares, uh, the Puerto Rican Caribbean, the Caribbean World Series is getting underway. And yesterday, Puerto Rico beat the Dominican Republic 10 to 2 in the first game of the Caribbean World Series. Um, wait a second. Continuing on here. And Alex Mack, uh, actually, I was expected to play in yesterday's game despite a left fractured fibula and was not the first player to do so. Rams defensive head Jack Youngblood and Terrell, Terrell Owens and Charles Wilson also played through the pain during their playing days. Kings were over the Warriors, 109-106. Um, if you think Adrian, Peer- Adrian Pearson's career may be over, guess again, because the Cowboys... Maybe interested in getting him on a restructured deal. Really uh, Vikings do have a team option for Peterson in 2017 that includes a 11.75 million dollar uh, base salary and a six million dollar bonus. But everything must be cleared by the time the new league year starts, which is March 9th. The Hall of Fame inductees were announced on Saturday. And it goes like this. Uh, quarterback, Kurt Warner. Running back, Liddell Tomlinson. Running back, Terrell Davis. Defensive end, Jason Taylor. Kicker, Morton Anderson. Good choice. Uh, safety, Kenny Easley. Easy like Sunday morning. Oh. And Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones. A little bit surprising, but hey. All right. Um, Stanford's women's coach, Tara Vendier, gets her 1,000th victory. <laughs> nice. 1,000 1, victories, and UConn is going for one is going for 100 straight consecutive wins. Yeah, well, I'm counting. I'm counting that. I'm counting down to that one. All right, so I'll just check a few more score updates before I pass it back over. Uh, Kansas, Kansas holds on to beat Kansas State 74-71. Baylor is now, Texas now leading Baylor 55-41, 4-29, oh, that's women's, 4-29 to go in the third. And that's about it with that one. Uh, in the Caribbean League World Series, I know uh, Puerto Rico beat Venezuela 9-6, and Mexico beat Cuba 1-0. All right, uh, just trying to check, because I know there's another NBA note here I had, and... Let's see here. Well, I guess I'm a little... 
Pistons are back back in eighth place, by the way, 24-20. Yes. A half game ahead of the Charlotte Hornets. Hmm. Back in the playoff picture. Yeah, with about uh, nine weeks to go. And, of course, the All-Star game is a week from Sunday. Oh, the NBA All-Star game, yeah. Yeah. Although, from, soon. Okay, yeah. That's, that's February 19th. Yes. On TNT. Although, I will say that some of the uh, teams don't play like they belong on All-Star team because they've been so anemic. Mm-hmm. And they know who they are. Right. Yeah. Okay. Butler remains silent with the with the heel Bruce heel injury. Hmm. Okay. Here it is with the Kings. Um, the Kings clear the air that Cousins will not be traded, and the story goes this way. Okay. Kings won't deal Demarcus Cousins before the February twenty third deadline. So says GM. Bobby Divock, a former Laker, among recent reports that the key was going to go to the Phoenix Suns. Talks involving Cousins, as well as suggestions that some in their organization were advocating a trade. Divock insisted by phone that such any speculation was completely untrue. We are not trained to Marcus, and we hope to have him for a long time to come. Sources uh, told ESPN that Divock recently met face-to-face with Cousins and his representatives to make it clear that he is not being made available to interested teams and encouraged them to ignore any media speculation leading up to the trade deadline. Kings already have begun planning to offer Cousins one of the league's new maximum designated player extensions, estimated to be in the, well, this. Two hundred nineteen million range over the next five seasons. Uh, once the league's new CBA takes effect in July, so we can put all we can put all those rumors to rest, and Sacramento can breathe a little bit easier tonight, as well as Demarcus uh, Cousins fans across the country. Uh, right before I go, um, see if I have anything else here. Boy, this is slow. All right. Uh, there's, okay, about the 76ers here. Pelicans are, yes. Pelicans talking to trade Sixers for, for Oglethorpe. Hmm. Although they've improved this season. They're trying to bolster their front court and are in advanced talks with Sixers to acquire big man Jaheel Okafor, according to league sources. Um, they were still in negotiations after today in an attempt to complete the trade. If both sides, if the sides agree to go through with the trade, sources New Orleans are expected to send their backup center, Alex Ajaya, and a future first-round pick to Philadelphia in exchange for Okafor. A source told these fans, Justin Verrier, that 2018 first rounder is being discussed. Or, if it doesn't, they'll be discussed No. No deal, though, has been agreed through as of this afternoon. So we'll just have to wait and see uh, what develops on that. Stick around. Okay, just want to clear up to see if we have a few more hockey notes. Okay, um, news about Malkin. I just want to clear that up here. All right. um, Inve Malkin does return to to practice um, for Pittsburgh. His lower body is healing, but is uncertain that when he'll be able to play again. He was the 2012 MVP, and he was left out of the 100 greatest players. Eh, you're good, but you're not that good. Malkin joked on when he's saying he's trying to forget being passed over for that list, which included teammate Sidney Crosby and Patriots owner Mario Lemieux. 
Uh, no actual word on when he will return from the from the injury, but he says he wants to be back soon. Have to wait. Have to be careful. It's not ready, but it's day to day. And Malkin uh, is on the team as so far before the injury, 22 uh, goals and 54 points. And Penguins coach Mike Sullivan is encouraged by Malkin's progress, but he said the team needs to see how Malkin holds up in a full contact workout before he can be cleared to play. So we'll just have to wait and see about that. Okay, I think my notes are done. It's all yours. All right. That that was a long update for you tonight, Lewis. Sorry. No, 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 no. Don't be sorry, no. You were pretty busy, yeah. We had yeah. all night. Yes. So that's going to wrap it up for Episode 196 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Edition on Talk Show, Episode 187. Tonight at 11, uh, tomorrow night at 11.30, we'll, that, that, that's 24, exactly 24 hours from now. Yeah. Um, we'll uh, recap the Red Wings, Chippewas, Broncos, and Eagles, plus any Michigan sports headline that that uh, pops up, if it does. So, until then, for Lewis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips. We'll be at it again tomorrow night at 1130. 23 hours. Uh, and 59 minutes. 59, 59 minutes. TTFN, ta-ta for now. Bon appetit. Good night, folks. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.